Hi, I'm Ryan Cassidy. Every week I'm playing songs for Jenna, my big sister who always hated my favorite music. Now, years later, we listen back to some of the most influential music of my youth and check out my new favorites to hear what she thinks. This is Songs for Jenna. Hey, Ryan. Hey, Jen. I'm excited to talk to you this week because we're going to talk about the Elephant Six Collective, which is a group of some of my favorite bands. Okay. Elephant Six. Yeah, it all began in Ruston, Louisiana, with four friends in high school. Louisiana. <laughs> yeah, it's, not, it's actually not as southern as it's it might It's not country. Sound. No, it's not country. It's not swamp music either. Oh, gosh. The four friends are Robert Schneider, Bill Doss, Will Cullen Hart, and Jeff Mangum. Isn't Rob Schneider that comedian? Deuce Bigelow? Yeah, Mel Gigolo. <laughs> oh my God, that's like the worst movie ever. I know. Wasn't he also Night at the Roxbury? Or no, that wasn't him. No, that's not him. But it's oh. a different. It's a different Rob Schneider. <laughs> Have you heard of um L King? Have I heard of L King? Yeah, she's like pop, and she I think was so. nominated for a Grammy. Yeah, I think so. Do you like her? That's his daughter. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, I remember people being like so shocked. <laughs> I mean, when you after you know it, you're like, oh okay. Like not that they look like super similar, but you can you know obviously find similarities when you know but yeah i thought that song was pretty good oh my god it's like the one good thing that rob schneider did uh, yes exactly yeah well this is a different robert schneider okay Bummer. he actually started a band called apples in stereo after high school robert schneider moved to denver colorado and that's where the elephant six record label officially started and it was in the early 90s good times so Elephant Six is a group of bands like Nutrimilk Hotel, Apples and Stereo, Olivia Tremor Control. Those are pretty much the main trilogy. And then there's a whole bunch of other bands that are related. Hmm. And I mean... They made great music. A lot of critics often compared those three bands to influential psychedelic pop groups from the 60s, like the Kinks and the Who and the Beach Boys from the 50s. And all of those bands were, were big fans of, of those older bands, too. Like with good harmony and stuff? Yeah, harmonies and instrumentation. Mm -hmm. You'll hear when we listen to some. We can yeah. see what we think to see if it, it reminds us of some of that stuff. I mean, loosely. Because yeah. when I think of Beach Boys, I think of like awesome harmony yeah exactly the beach boys were, were known for harmony and yeah brian wilson from the beach boys um lying in bed just like brian wilson did uh, sorry what's that bare naked ladies oh shoot uh the song dedicated to sorry go ahead actually the beach boys album smile is like a holy grail for a lot of musicians because brian wilson was so innovative with his recording and with the harmonies and instruments that a lot of people look up to that album and i know that robert schneider he's a big fan of that album too cool and maybe of bare naked ladies too <laughs> maybe <laughs> i mean they had some hits <laughs> The band that started it all is the Olivia Tremor Control. And this is a band that was started by Bill Doss and Will Cullen Hart, along with Jeff Mangum, who was a member for some time at the beginning. And in the mid-90s, they put out a lot of singles. But then in 1996, they released their first album called Music from the Unrealized Film Script, Dusk at Cubis Castle, which is a mouthful. Uh -huh. And the song that I want to start off with is Jumping Fences. Okay. I'll be jumping to my next glass of wine. <laughs> Oh, really? What are you drinking today? Santa Margarita Pinot Grigio, which I love. So seeing if it gets me through on just the just the wine alone. <laughs> Maybe you'll have to switch over to some hard stuff, but hopefully not. <laughs> we'll see. Okay, here's Jumping Fences. 
think eh. not a fan i mean uh i don't know i can't i can't what can't you <laughs> i can't love it no but did you well did you... it wasn't terrible it just it just kind of seemed like it was missing something like oh really yeah that's so funny because i feel like it sounds really lush and like like it really, has it all <laughs> like really full sounding you know what i mean really yeah. And there's a lot of members in the band. I mean, when they played live, there were a bunch of members, a bunch of instruments. Huh. All right. So we're not starting off on the best foot here. All right. <laughs> That's okay, though, because I have a bunch more to show. Okay. Okay. So I mentioned that Jeff Mangum was a member of Olivia Tremor Control at the beginning. His main band is called Nutramilk Hotel, which I know that you know. Yes. I know that you love that band. Yeah. It's pretty much my favorite band if I had to choose one. Is that the one that Shane has a tattoo of? Yes. On his upper arm of, uh, um, what does he have? He has some lyrics. Yeah, like almost like the Victrola. Yeah, from some of the artwork, there's like a flying Victrola. And then he has yeah. some, some lyrics on his arm. Yeah. If I was going to get a tattoo, I'd probably get something similar. Maybe I'd get the same one so that we match. I mean, it is really neat. Yeah. I mean, I've never been to a show, but I know you guys went all the time. So I'm definitely familiar with them. I I mean, I even own a, a t-shirt. My old t-shirt. Yeah, I mean, I wear it to bed, but... You do. <laughs> <laughs> When I went to see them live back in the day, I bought a t-shirt that said, it didn't have their name on it, but it just said somewhere soft and safe and without maggots. Ugh. And I'm glad that sh- <laughs> I'm glad that Shane didn't put those words on his arm. Yeah, exactly. That and been then gross. like he, if it, since it's his upper sleeve, he'd be wearing like a short sleeve that would cover everything except the word maggots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so it'd be like maggots. What's up? <laughs> yeah. Who's that guy with the maggot tattoo? <laughs> oh, gross. <laughs> gross. Oh, Shane. 
Thank goodness you didn't do that. Oh my God. Yeah, well, they are most famous for releasing an album in 1998 called In the Airplane Over the Sea, which is where that artwork and tattoo derive from. And after that album, they toured a couple times, but then Jeff disappeared and like did not... Oh. He just kind of stopped touring, stopped playing music for years and years. And then finally, I think it was 2012, he reunited the band and they toured a couple times, which is like a dream come true for a lot of people because in that time, that album became like a cult classic. Oh, yeah. Thinking it was the last one. Not necessarily, but just because it's really, really good. Uh And it's listed on all these lists, like top 100 indie albums of the 90s and top 100 albums of all time on Pitchfork, Spin, Paste Magazine, Village Voice, Amazon. Like everyone agrees that it's just like a brilliant album. Neat. Yeah, I'm in agreement. But (laughs) I'm not going to play a song from that album. But instead, I'm going to play one of the first songs that I heard from them, which is from their first album on Avery Island. When I was in college, I had a radio show, and this is one of the first new songs that I discovered while I was there, which I was really excited about. I love... I remember. Oh, yeah. You were like my one and only fan. Oh. <laughs> well, I always knew you were listening because the radio station mm-hmm. had no like no range. Right. <laughs> like You had to be very near <laughs> campus to hear it, yeah. and I knew that on your commute to work, you were going to be like driving by around the same time as my show, so I would like pressure you into listening. Right. And it was like a certain spot on Mass Pike, which it was close to the college. I would like catch it. And then just slightly as I was driving away, it would go away. But sometimes (laughs) there was tons of traffic. So it would like make me stick around that area a little bit longer. So I'd hear a little bit more. But yeah, it was funny. And I yeah hear your intro every day. It was great. Yeah, I appreciate it. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, well, the song I'm going to play is called Garden Head, Leave Me Alone. Okay.
What do you think? I love it. <laughs> I think <No>. you're lying. <laughs> no, I didn't mind it. I actually didn't think it was that bad. And like this is probably super insulting. It was a little to me like Weezer-ish. Oh, okay. I mean, I actually kind of liked it. I mean, I didn't mind it. I get it. I mean, I get yeah. like Weezer plays a lot of like power pop and Jeff Mangum plays a lot of just simple chords. So, I mean, I'm not a music theory person, but I imagine like the basis is pretty similar. And you know what yeah. else? Like there was some Green Day song that used the exact same chords as a Nutrimilk Hotel song. Hurry up when September ends. Is that the one? Because it reminded me of that too. Ye- no, I don't think it's the same one. I think it's oh. when I come around. When I come around. Hmm. I think it was this song. That's a Nutrimilk Hotel song. And then huh. I think that people were saying that this sounded like that. I mean, yeah, yeah. Different there's... tones, but different, but same. Um, what is it? Cor- chords. Yeah, totally yeah. different, but same chords. Uh-huh. It's easier to do in music, really. Oh yeah, there's only so many chords. But I love that song, and like in the middle of it, when he holds the note really long, like he's belting, and then yeah. also like saying this word for a really, really long time. And I remember Shane and I would sing it like in the car or like in our bedrooms, like trying to belt it, belt along with the music and also like reach. Pass out. The... <laughs> yeah, pass out. Because you can barely reach like the end of that word. It's like, it's just amazing. That's part of why I love him. Just because his yeah, voice no, is so, it was good. so unique. So I should, I should listen to more just because you guys love it so much. Yeah. So I remember I heard the their first album and I really loved the fuzzy bass sound. And then I remember hearing In the Airplane Over the Sea, that album, and I kind of didn't really like it at first. Actually, I remember listening to it when I was filing when we worked together in the medical office. I would remember like I would file in the hallway. (laughs) And I had like a little I had a little stereo system and like played it a few times and like the second or third time I played it, I'm like, I love this album. <laughs> oh my God, that was awesome. In fact, I was thinking about that the other day. One day they're like, Ryan, we think you should have a voicemail <laughs> in case someone needs to get in contact with you. And so my voicemail always said, because I had a totally different job, you know. Yeah, what was your job? Like insurance? Like intake coordinator. So, you know, my voicemail would say, if I'm unavailable and this is an emergency, press zero and have them overhead page me. <laughs> so then you decided that was going to be your oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. filing. Yeah. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. If this is a filing emergency, please press zero and they'll overhead page me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Guess how many voicemails I got? Zero. <laughs> Yes, Mrs. Ryan. (laughs) Oh, sometimes I would fill in on the phones and I'd be like, hi, this is Ryan. How can I help you? And some old bag is like, (laughs) yes, Mrs. Ryan, blah, blah, blah. And and then I tried to offset it because I was pissed. And I'm like, oh, okay. (laughs) See, you should have let it gone to voicemail. (laughs) 
In the Airplane Over the Sea is a brilliant album, and it was produced by Robert Schneider, the guy that we mentioned before. Robert Schneider's band is called the Apples in Stereo. He started that band with his girlfriend or wife, Hillary, and other guys. And the song that I'm going to play from them is from the album Tone Soul Evolution from 1997. This song is called Seem So. So that's Apples in Stereo. I definitely, on that one, like totally heard like the 70s vibe and or the Beatles vibe. I mean, not the Beatles, excuse me, the Beach Boys. Oh, yeah. Or like a leaving on a jet plane vibe, like 
some Peter Paul Leaving and Mary. All- yes. <laughs> I don't know why, but I totally know what you're talking about. Yeah. On that oh, song yeah? specifically. Yeah. I love that album, Tone Soul Evolution. Tone Loke. And I think that there was even talk that they kind of did it as an homage to Rubber Soul by the Beatles. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or, I don't know, not just the name, but also in the sound. Hmm, interesting. And the Apples in Stereo have a lot of great albums, so check them all out. And Stephen Colbert is actually a big fan. They were on his show. And And I'm a fan of his. I know, me too. I love him. Although, he's not as funny now that he's on the new show. You don't think so? I mean, no. (laughs) (laughs) The verdict is in. I guess I liked him as Stephen Colbert playing Stephen Colbert. (laughs) You know how his other show, he was the character of Stephen Colbert? People were saying that, but... I watched an Oprah episode. She interviewed celebrities, and that's what he said. Oh, he said so? Yeah. It's interesting because in the new show, he had a segment called Who Am Me, which is kind Mm -hmm. of making fun of the fact that everyone was saying he was like playing a different character. Hmm. And yeah, on the rapport, he was doing like a a much more fake conservative type of character. Right. But I think they're both really funny. I mean, I love you, Stephen Colbert, no matter what. (laughs) Good. One other tidbit about Robert Schneider that I wanted to bring up is that he's like... Wait, the actor or the singer? (laughs) The singer and the musician. He's, He's actually super nice i've met him oh, at, cool. at a show but he's super into music theory remember like we were saying that we didn't know about like chords yeah. and, but he's so into it that he like invented some new scale of music called the non-pythagorean scale neat yeah it's crazy so we're talking about elephant six have you ever had the chance to ride an elephant you've seen elephants <laughs> yeah but never ride them oh my god i rode one once no where There's this zoo in Lujan, Argentina, which is a little bit north of Buenos Aires. Uh And it's crazy. Like when I entered, there was just a pickup truck of horse meat like driving by, (gasps) (laughs) which I guess they were feeding to something. But it's just kind of a terrible place because they let you in the cages with tigers. And these tigers must be drugged, although they say they use dogs to just, like, make the animals calm. Uh But I don't know. I don't trust it. And, like, I actually held a baby puma, and I have a photo of me. I have a photo of myself, like, nose to nose with a tiger. And then, like, we rode camels and elephants. Oh, my word. Argentina, risky city. (laughs) Risky country? Well, it right. Yes. Oh, it's an expression, risky city. (laughs) (laughs) But it's they're scary. I mean, because they're so huge. I'm like, if I'm if I fall, this thing is just gonna stomp me. But the elephant was probably drugged too, so everything's fine. Oh, poor things. I know. There's another E6 band that I want to share from Athens, Georgia, called Elf Power. It's headed up by Andrew Rieger and Laura Carter. It was rumored before that Laura Carter was romantically involved with Jeff Mangum, but I know that scandalous. She, yeah, but I know that she was involved with this guy Andrew from Elf Power when they started out. Getting yeah. around. <laughs> but Elf Good Power girl. is girl. Gr- Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Elf Power is this great band. They have a lot of albums, too, and their sound kind of changes from album to album a little bit. You can hear, like, an evolution throughout the years. 
the song that I want to share is from their 1997 album, which is my favorite. It's called When the Red King Comes. The cover has like a painting of this fantasy world, almost like something from Tolkien, like castles. And the first track is Step Through the Portal. And then from there, it's almost a concept album where they create their own world, which is great. The song that I chose to play is called The Arrow Flies Close. Oh, really? Yeah. I wonder if I'm a little bit biased just because I love that whole album, that this is just like a snippet. It doesn't really seem boring to me. It seems like kind of magical for me. So, Oh, (laughs) I feel bad. (laughs) All right. I like everything from here on in. No, I don't mean like, (laughs) like... I feel like it. It's just kind of themes of magic, is what I what I think. I of. bet if I heard them again, I'd probably like them. Because honestly, there's some like giant hits that the first time I hear them, I'm like, eh. And then like I end up really liking them. Oh, really? Like what? Like oh, jeez. Like a huge hit by Beyonce. I can't even think of like what it was. Well, what did you think of Formation? See, the first time I heard it, didn't like it. Oh, really? Yeah. See, that's a perfect example. But now I'm like, all right, this is good. Yeah, it's great. I mean... So that's just my typical, you know... That's your typical take when you first hear a song. You need to do it a yeah, couple times. Yeah, 
I think so. So maybe if you listen back to the podcast episode, you'll you'll have a different idea. Yeah, even I listened back to the other ones and I liked the other ones a little bit more. Oh, cool. That's success. Yes. Have you ever like had a song that you didn't like at first and then got used to it or really liked it? This song called Sadie by Joanna Newsom. Which I love, but you know, the first time I heard it, I was like, what the hell? I mean, you would hate it. She has like a super high pitched voice. <laughs> She's married to um, what's his face from Saturday Night Live, the guy from Brooklyn Nine Nine. Andy Sandberg. Yeah, she's married to him now. Got it. So Elephant Six had its heyday really in the 1990s, but several of the bands are still making music. The Olivia Tremor Control doesn't make music anymore, but they went on to form other projects like Sunshine Fix and a band called Circulatory System. Cardiovascular. sort of that's what it means oh (laughs) does that have anything to do with multiple sclerosis no okay that's a different thing because the guy from olivia tremor control who's now in circulatory system suffers from multiple sclerosis oh that's sad i know and i guess it limits the amount of music that he can really create because their last album is from 2014 but before that was several years before that Mm. the most recent album by circulatory system is called mosaics within mosaics and it's from 2014 on cloud recordings (laughs) it's full of whimsical orchestrations kind of very similar to the olivia tremor control music so i don't know if you're gonna like it (laughs) but um It has a lot of guest appearances from people in all of the other bands. Jeff Mangum and Jeremy Barnes from Nutrimilk Hotel are both in it. But Pitchfork said about this album that Mosaics is trademark Elephant Six, ornately constructed with an off-the-cuff feel, an exploration into the mysteries of the universe set to wheezing pump organs and trilling clarinets. No flutes. There probably are some flutes, actually. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so the song I'm going to play for you is called Stars and Molecules.
I love that it kind of uses like some world music influences or like Arabian or something, I imagine. Yeah, I was going to say tribal or yeah, Arabian's more like it. I was wondering if you were thinking of like belly dancers like I was. (laughs) Yeah, I thought that song was kind of cool. I mean, it is random and like it is a little all over the place. Like, you know, obviously it's supposed to be like that. The style is supposed to just be Mm -hmm. like that. But I thought it was kind of cool. Oh, cool. That's good. I did like the overtrack of the Arabian style. Yeah. Oh, great. Well, if you like that, there are 30 other songs on that album that you might like. Wow. Yeah, it's a big double album. Wow. I mean, how long was that song right there? Um, About three minutes. Felt like it went by quick, so I was going to say if they're all short. Yeah, a lot of the other ones are very short. Um, yeah. Some are just instrumental, and then some of the other ones are like probably average about like two minutes each. Mm-hmm. It's pretty good. I like it. So this episode's about Elephant Six, but we're only touching on a few of the bands. There's really a lot of other bands that are associated because a lot of people played in side projects. So we're not going to play songs by Beulah or the Essex Green or the Gerbils or Hawk and a Hacksaw or Of Montreal or the Music Tapes or Secret Square or Ulysses. I mean, there's tons more too. Laura Carter from Elf Power, she started this other record label called Orange Twin. A lot of the bands that are associated with Elephant Six will release their stuff on Orange Twin Records. One of the bands on Orange Twin is this band called Nana Grizzle, and their music is more upbeat than some other of the groups, kind of less psychedelic and less Beach Boys. The front man is Theo Hilton, but Laura Carter from Orange Twin and from Elf Power is in that band too. They have two full-length albums, and they also released an EP in 2014 called Nightlights 1-3 through and Tacoma Center 1600. That EP is available on Bandcamp. And the song that I'm going to play is from that EP. It's called Tacoma Center 1600. Tacoma Center 1600 suffers sleepless nights. Just to show the hopes we'd hold Could 
track the contradict contrition Soulless states of stateless souls wasn't bad oh good although i i don't know for some reason it makes me claustrophobic though (laughs) (laughs) really blah 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 solitary confinement i'm like this is the worst (laughs) oh man well that is one of four songs on the ep that i mentioned the great thing about that ep is that all the proceeds go to benefit the queer undocumented immigrants project which I had no idea existed. (laughs) If you're looking for that organization, you can find more about it on unitedwedream.org. Jen, I have one more song for you. Okay. This band does not talk about solitary confinement, so that is good. This is also a more poppy song, more kind of straightforward. Okay. The band is Dressy Bessie, and in 1996, John Hill, the guitarist for Apples in Stereo, See, everything is related. He joined up with a girl named Tammy Elam, and they formed Dressy Bessie. Dressy Bessie plays like punk-influenced, bubblegum-style pop. And actually, they had two songs in the movie, But I'm a Cheerleader. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. Natasha Leone. I think RuPaul's in that, too. Huh. Actually, the soundtrack for that movie never came out, but it has great songs in it. And they mm-hmm. also were on Grey's Anatomy, which I've never seen. T-G-I-T. Thank God it's Thursday. <laughs> What's that? That's Grey's Anatomy? <laughs> That's the advertisement for Thursday nights because it's a lineup of like Grey's Anatomy, Scandal, How to Get Away with Murder, and then something new. And it's like TGIT. What was the the lineup for Friends and Seinfeld called? Must See TV? Now it's like whenever. Yeah, now it's Netflix. Now it's Netflix and chill. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back to Dressy Bessie. They released their last album in 2008, kind of when the economy collapsed. One of the band members said that that kind of took the wind out of their sails. I think they had like some tour dates that were canceled and they took a long hiatus. But after seven years, they recorded a batch of new songs and it just got released this year on Yep Rock called King Sized. 
the singer Tammy said, I feel like we've been king-sized. I just feel like this is the biggest and best album we've ever done. I don't want to be the queen of rock. I want to be the king of rock. Yeah. Yeah. So this song is called Make Mine Violet by Dressy Bessie. Hey, it's nice to get away sometimes. I don't mind. I don't mind. The dust sailing down my face like I'm never gonna drink again. I put your letter on my desk like I'm ever gonna find it there.
cute. You liked it? I did like it. I um You like the more upbeat stuff, I think. Yeah, I guess so. It kind of like was like bangles, go go's, Cindy Lauper, like mash, like oh, a yeah. little flare of all that. Yeah, I can see that. Fun kind of girl rock. Yeah. Cool. I liked it. And her voice is kind of a little bit raspy. Yeah, it was awesome. Cool. Well, download King Sized. All right. By Dressy Bessie. Nice. Cool. So if anyone's interested in more from Elephant Six, Google it, buy records online, support the artists. Elf Power is recording a new record right now that should be out this year. And Robert Schneider is doing some new projects. Not the actor. The actor's probably still around too. But No, no, he, we're not talking <laughs> about his new projects. <laughs> yeah. Everyone go watch the new Robert Schneider movie, Deuce Bigelow, everyone, Male everyone Gigolo go watch 3. In Grown Ups 2. <laughs> one and two I don't know you were a huge Adam Sandler fan I'm surprised you don't like Schneider nah no Adam Sandler is where it's at I don't need Schneider oh my god <laughs> Jen what sound are you making in the background oh sorry <laughs> what are it's you my Rice Krispie Treats wrapper <laughs> Jesus Christ <laughs> what I need some snacks for the show. <laughs> Rice Krispie Treats and Pinot Grigio. Hello. Oh, my God. How many Perfect. glasses have you had? Well, <laughs> this bottle's ready for recycling. <laughs> Thanks for listening. If you like the podcast, go to iTunes or Stitcher and subscribe. And follow us on Twitter at Songs for Jenna. Yay. Bye. Bye. I don't.